With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, guys, been working hard so far. That's been a good week. Uh, we'll get to put the pads on starting today, so that'll be a positive and uh, start to really sort things out and see where we are. But uh, to this point, it's been very good, and uh, we just need to uh, keep that mentality and keep the, keep the work ethic and the focus and the concentration that we've had, and, and it should be a productive spring. So we're off to a good start. Questions? Kyle, how, how has the defense looked so far? I, I know that the pads haven't been on yet, but that's obviously a group where you uh, bring everybody back. Yeah, a lot of, lot of uh, returners there, talented up front, got a lot of uh, defensive linemen, quality defensive linemen. And uh, linebackers doing a good job. De- Devin Lloyd's the headliner there. We'll add uh, Ethan Calvert this summer to that group, which will make it even stronger. And then uh, secondary is much further ahead, obviously, uh, this year than we were last year at this time, where we were just getting a whole brand new group of guys ready to play. This year, it's uh, guys that have had experience. So, so defense is looking good, They're flying around and, and uh, playing a lot more man coverage uh, like we're used to. And uh, should be a pretty good group when all is said and done. Hey, Kyle, sticking with the, the defense on that man coverage, how much of that was necessitated, uh, like the zone packages, because of, of COVID versus it's just kind of what you needed to do? And then how do you feel like uh, your group will be able to adapt to that man coverage? And what do you feel like you can do in this spring now that you didn't have that last year? Well, I'd say it was a combination of two things you mentioned, an experience in the COVID situation, which led to us playing um, – more zone and we did a nice job playing zone coverage and and you can do that i mean you don't have to play man coverage that's just our choice and the way we choose to operate but uh thought our guys last year got uh, very productive in their zone drops and matchup zones and and uh but still that's not who we are we're traditionally and uh going forward continue to be a man coverage team and that's uh something that that uh, as we said without with the restrictions, uh, practice restrictions we had with COVID uh, didn't allow us to, to work on that. And so we're excited to get back to, to who we are now. That being said, we had a really good year statistically last year. We were, you know, first or second in the league in most every major defensive category, which which uh, I didn't see coming when you had uh, the amount of newcomers that, that we had playing. But uh, that's a credit to our coaches and the players, their development and uh, how they handled their business. Hi, Kyle. Good morning. Good morning. Um, the NCAA came out earlier this week and said that they hope to, you know, potentially vote on the one-time transfer policy as soon as April. Um, you sounded optimistic in the past that that would go through. Do you remain optimistic that that's going to go your way and that and that your transfers will be able to play right away? Yeah, we are. And I think the rest of the country is, is pretty much in that same camp. I don't see it not happening. You know, just when you say that, they could – they could uh, pull a reversal on you, but but there's so many guys that have already transferred uh, with that premise in mind that it's going to be uh, immediate eligibility situation. I think they would have a uh, a real issue on their hands if they if they don't 
continue to move down that path and make it official here when the vote does happen. So, yeah, to answer your question, I, I see that being uh, the case and being uh, implemented um, when the vote occurs. And just to follow up, until that does happen, I mean, there is some uncertainty. Um, you know, does that do anything in terms of how many reps you give guys or, or what you're giving guys in practice, you know, the possibility that maybe they don't play in the fall? Not right now. What we're proceeding is if everyone's going to be eligible and, and developing everybody and, and uh, giving everybody the reps that uh, we feel they deserve and and not paying uh, or not putting into the equation the, the transfer thing. That's, I just I think it's it's uh, just too high of a percentage that will happen to to alter what we're doing in practice. Kyle, if Jaquindon Jackson doesn't win the starting quarterback job, does he have the skill set for you to put in a wildcat package? Could he be used that way? Absolutely. He's got the skill set to play uh, wildcat quarterback in about five or six other positions uh, on the field. But right now he is a quarterback and he's doing a nice job. We're only having a, you know, been here a short time and having a couple of practices, but, but uh, he certainly has the ability and the size, the speed, the quickness. I mean, six, two plus and, 230 pounds. Uh, I haven't timed him yet, but my guess is he's he's uh, somewhere in the four, five, four, six range. And so he had, he has a lot of uh, uh, skill set and uh, potential to play a lot of different things. Like I said, but but for right now, we're not doing anything but uh, working with him as a just a standard quarterback and and see what happens. Kyle, how are uh, the two new running backs, Pledger and, and Curry, assimilating themselves? And, and how stylistically do they fit within your system? Are they similar backs? Are they a little bit different? And, uh, and how have they kind of made that adjustment so far? Well, first of all, they're adjusting phenomenally. Their work ethic, their attitude has been outstanding. Uh, it's just uh, been a, a really good fit so far. Uh, they are different types of backs. Chris Curry is more of a, a pounder. He's uh, 5'11", about 215 and more of a physical uh, inside runner. Uh, TJ is more of a, a scat back, more like, uh, I don't know who to compare him to, but he's not, he doesn't have quite the size that Chris has. There's a little more, di- a little different style running. Uh, what's been really pleasing is they are both very good in their blitz pickup and catching the ball out of the backfield. They seem to both be complete backs and be able to do everything we need them to. And then when you add Mackay Bernard to that mix, we think we're going to come away with a, a pretty good uh, position group at running back and, and a productive one. Coach, a lot of the talk about the freshmen last year revolved around Clark Phillips and Nate Ritchie, but you also signed um, some really impressive defensive linemen in Van Fillinger and Xavier Carlton. What's what's their progress been like uh, over the year? They've continued to get better and uh, bigger as well. Uh, Van and X are both over 260 when we got them there in the 240 range. And so they've added weight, good weight. Uh, their knowledge of the scheme has obviously increased, and they're both, uh, so far, doing a nice job. We're just barely getting into it right now, but but they're much improved from where they were last fall. And you're right, we had uh, several guys in that class that uh, we think are going to be uh, very good players for us down the road. Fabian Marks, another kid, the, the corner. Uh, Zamiah Vaughn, the, the safety turn corner for now. And uh, among others, the offensive linemen that we really like. So, so we think that that class was... Uh, going to be uh, very productive and end up being a, a really good class when all is said and done. This is more of a uh, off-topic question, but uh, didn't get a chance to ask you it on Monday. Um, 
over the offseason, uh, Urban Meyer was, was named the head coach of the Jaguars. Quinton Ganther joined him as an offensive assistant. And then uh, Brian Johnson was the quarterback coach of the Eagles. Just talk about of what it means to have, have those guys make that leap to the NFL. Well, excited to see what Urban will do in the NFL. I mean, that's a new challenge for him. It's an arena that he hasn't been in. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, a leap, not a leap of faith, but it's, it's a, a situation where uh, it's all new because it is a, a much different uh, situation in the NFL than it is in college. So uh, excited to see, and I'm sure he'll do very well. I got no doubt about that. But uh, And then uh, Brian Johnson, I think the NFL is a great fit for him. His temperament, the way he handles himself, uh, his style of coaching, I think is very well suited for for the NFL. And and uh, he's going to be uh, working with uh, the Hertz kid, and I think that's a that's a good uh, pairing there. And then uh, who's the other one? We talked about Urban Brian. Then you mentioned one. Quinton Ganther. Q. Oh, sure. Q. How could I forget Q? Yeah, Q was doing a great job at Weber State uh, for several years. Uh, he was a Outstanding coach for for Jay Hill and the and the Wildcats and and uh, I think he's got the right mentality as well and having had his experience in the NFL he knows what it's all about and he was an NFL vet of several years and knows exactly uh, how that league runs and how that uh, you know how things operate so I think he'll be a real asset to Urban. Hey Kyle, with with your depth at quarterback right now, are are all quarterbacks live, or or are they being held out? And are there any other position groups where guys are being held out? Maybe like uh, senior type or upperclassmen type players. Well, so far we haven't had the pads on, so there's been no decision to make in that regard. But uh, we'll, we think we're going to make the QBs live at some point throughout spring. It won't be right away, and uh, you know we have six quarterbacks in the program that we really like. Uh, obviously, Cam is not practicing yet as we've talked about and won't be practicing at all through spring uh but uh we're going to see a little bit of live action especially with the younger guys we got we got the two seniors and well cam's not a senior the two older kids with cam and charlie brewer and then the four freshmen and so for sure the four freshmen are going to get uh, live reps and see what they can do as far as other guys uh you know devin lloyd mika tafu we got some guys that have played a lot of good football for us that really don't uh, have anything else to prove as far as a scrimmage situation. So we'll make those decisions when the uh, when the scrimmages arise, which will start uh, towards the end of next week. But uh, as far as the QBs, yeah, we're going to have some live work for the young guys, and and we'll see uh, we'll see about Charlie. Coach, you've also got a number of early enrollees in from this class uh, that have joined the program. I think it's the most it's the most I've ever seen uh, early uh, enroll early. What's your first impression of the uh, the true freshmen that are up there now? Very very positive, and you're right. I I think this is the most that we've ever had uh, at the semester break and, and being available for spring ball, and and they're all really doing a good job. Um, we're excited about the class. We're going to add another half a dozen. Well, actually, probably eight, eight more in the summer to that class that we uh, feel pretty good about as well. And so we think we had a, an outstanding uh, recruiting cycle the last uh, two or three. And uh, we're hoping that starts to manifest in the, in the year, you know, right away in these coming years. And, and uh, that's what it's all about. I mean, if you recruit well, then usually you're going to have a chance to be pretty good if, you're, if your player development is where it should be. And so we're we're excited about uh, the possibilities uh, coming up in the next few years.